If you've never been to war, you shouldn't send somebody else to die for you. And I know, I know, throughout history, the Caesars, the great leaders, the generals, a lot of them, many of them, especially uh, in contemporary times, uh, you know, send a lot of people off to war and have never, ever been in one themselves. Never been somewhere where live ammunition could have pierced through their flesh and ended their life, taken their last breath. I understand, I understand, I understand. Not everybody can be a soldier. Not everybody can lead an army. But for the love of God and whatever you hold holy, our commander-in-chief should at the very least have volunteered for a year in some sort of work for the country. I don't care if you uh, volunteered as a medic aide. I don't care if you volunteered as an army reserve. I don't care if you were infantry or if you were, you know, part of intelligence. But inside, in the real deal, holy field countries, I don't mean intelligence from afar, reading the memos, you know, extrapolating the information from foreign countries. I mean, boots on the ground, you know, like the real CIA, the real agents in foreign countries. If you didn't volunteer for any of that work, you should never be commander-in-chief. As a libertarian and an avid anti-war advocate, I always say, if the commander-in-chief has never been in the game, even remotely, even from afar... Even tangentially. How can he know how to play the game? This is a discussion that goes on all the time at work. Uh, You know, we'll have managers, supervisors, etc. That sometimes are put in positions of power. Without even knowing. or Or without ever having done any of the grunt work. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I've been told you don't need to know every single facet of a business. You don't need to know every single facet of an industry to lead people in the industry. And I I agree with that. But at the very least, you need some notion... Especially logistical notion 
of how things get accomplished, how things get done, and how fast you need to move to get it done. And if your research and data doesn't answer that for you, because you were lucky enough to not have to have done the grunt work, then you're not prepared to lead these men and women, these people. Logistics is something that gets thrown out the window so much nowadays. How long does it take for me to get to A to B? What do I need and who do I need to get from A to B? And as a libertarian, an anti-war advocate, an anti-war activist, you could say. I can't believe the amount of BS that we gobble up through the media, through the evening news, through internet articles, through social media. Now we have Israel and the Gaza Strip front page news again. This time they're painting it as different than the other times they're painting it as if it's getting to a point of no return my conspiratorial mind is already thinking okay Israel is uh, getting attacked Israel is bombing Israel and US and the US are aligned glued at the hip uh, Israel's going to say that Hamas supposedly the terrorists bombing uh, or retaliating against Israel are getting their arms and weapons and rockets and missiles from Iran we've been wanting to get into Iran for years I've been saying this for years and now if they feel the crowd is on Israel's side if they feel the pulse of the crowd is willing to go to war fully again in fact this Middle East entanglement this Middle East tragedy they will push to go into Iran believe you me the neocons have been going at this for years Iran 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 and if you're new to my podcast, if you're new to my ideas, just know that anytime that a military memo was put out there where countries were mentioned as enemies of the United States, where countries were mentioned as, you know, the evil ones and you see throughout the years these countries being invaded by us one by one like a domino effect and you see it play out throughout the years you can't help but be conspiratorial so they've been going hard in the paint trying to go 
and invade Iran. Now there's a humongous, there's a monstrous tale that this story, uh, that this whole invasion of Iran carries. It goes way back into the middle of the last century at the very least. Maybe even further than that. Having to do with the British uh, gasoline company. And I'm not sure that's the exact name. But it had to do with the petroleum company that owned oil in Iran. Then oil kicked them out, being the British, and nationalized the oil. And ever since then there has been conflict. So don't, please, if you're younger than 25, do some reading. Don't just spew the same shit you hear on the news and forgive me if you if you have children in the car. Forgive me if there are children around. But this Israel and Palestinian conflict is deeper than headlines. Is deeper than a couple of conflicts that have been going on for decades. This is over a century old. This began with the Balfour Agreement. Balfour Agreement. Where at the end or nearing the end of the Second World War, wealthy English, wealthy British made a pact per se with Jews of note and of notoriety and promised them a land, promised them a place where they could call home. That place now is Israel. So even though Israel was created in 1948, I believe, the agreement was made in 1917, and many things happened that looked very suspicious on paper for Israel to have been created. But I'm going to take it back to the beginning. If you have never been to war or have been part of of the military arm or the intelligence arm you should never be commander in chief you should never send kids to war to die unless you had family members children at the very least blood nieces and nephews but beyond that If you never if you've never had anyone in your family go to war or you yourself have been part of the military you have no right to send people off to die at the very at the highest you can you can advise 
but you should not have the power to send people off to war and let me make this clear i understand and i know that the president of the united states aka the commander-in-chief legally doesn't have the power it it's actually vested onto congress to say yes or no so that's another point where i believe as a congressman you should have also volunteered for your country you shouldn't have the right to be a congressman a representative if you didn't volunteer at the very least a year for your country because otherwise you are just coming up with ideas and campaigns and marketing ploys to extrapolate extract and squeeze <clears throat> the working class from the most you can. Now. Like I always say. I hope I find you well. And I hope that today you set out to do. More than yesterday. And do more than what you accomplished yesterday. Peace.